Okay. You got a word to say? And write it down. So you're gonna say it on here, you're gonna say it with it all. We live. We just went live. But sometimes y'all is y'all. You gotta say what you gotta say in front of whatever. Hallelujah. Yes, so Lady Bella had some of the shit that, that, that y'all need her to say. They can't hear you. Um, said uh, um, the heart, chest pain, clogged arteries, flat buildup, hypertension. Um, this is. Heart disease, heart failure, with contributing factors, um, high cholesterol, hypertension, even low blood pressure. Um, all I could see and hear was a heartbeat, even murmurs palpitations that are irregular. Our ailments and afflictions, we should be delivered of them. Sometimes it's prolonged, seem extensive. For some, like how did I get to this point? But for others, it is the seed that was sown. And Yah, I believe, is speaking strongly about correcting the heart issue. And as we look over into the body, we're using the organ, but in Yah, our mind is synonymously used, Lavav, Lev, for the mind. And we have the opportunity to obey. If you would consider our response to the word of Yah would be the palpitations or the heart beating. And it's essentially, we got, and essentially needed is the blood flow would be the Ruach. The word of Yah comes that the Ruach may 
discern for us and lead us and guide us into all truth that our mind be renewed love live but there are issues and schisms from sin and I see that the heart is sick it is sick and as Pastor Battle was speaking, all I could hear, I was like, yeah, is this my own uh, heartbeat that sometimes you can hear if your body settles? But it was the mass of flesh. And it was the organ of the heart that Yah wants to compare to the soul of his people. The seat of our emotions have us clogged, clogged as an artery. It has us on uh, high, and some of us are beating low palpitations because the Ruach is less and less in your life, and we might not even have it. And we're trying to force the word of Yah to be in a place that's unclean, and it's not so. The Ruach of Yah only resides in a clean temple. The words we hear, the words we've been hearing, this is nothing new. Secret worship, secret deities, lifestyles that are, are forbidden, but yet you do. Yasharal, Yasis. Thievery, usury, masturbation, sexual perversion, and what enters your gates. Many people be in A-tackle, A-fear. Matters of the heart, issues of the heart, but the mind yet is wayward. to the word of Yah, that is the essence in which allows you, allows you, allows you, hallelujah, to discern the work of Yah. I don't know why the father would use the heart today, the organ of the, the heart today, and, 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 and let him, let it be Yah. But uh, the heart is sick. The mind is sick, Yasharal. And no longer can we escape. Yah raises up people, prophets, his teachers, his leaders, based on the true state of his people, the real state. It's not just the 80-year-old or the 45-year-old or the 30-year-old, or the 20-year-old, y'all will leave not even the babies unattended to. So every turn of your life, every meditation of your heart, whether vanity or productive, y'all sees. 
And he's taken the time out to speak with us, to remind us that his way, his ruach, his word are essential to have an effective and a properly functioned heart. That your mind, our mind, your mind, our mind no longer be sick. So in the mighty name of Yahushua, may we approach Yah, and I hope all have repented. I pray all have repented. I don't know when you will hear my voice again. I pray that y'all will allow us all to rise tomorrow. But be renewed truly in the walk of your mind. Because there is where we are defeated. Y'all says he's approached many of us. In, through various people and you still want to do it your way. Our seeing stinks in the nostril of Yah. We can't play with Yah and woe be to us that think that we can manipulate, twist his method of operation. Some of us have even been being sick unexplainably in the pit even of your stomach. Loss of appetite. Some familiar and some stuff has been unfamiliar that your body has been dealing with. But y'all said it be attached to sin. So Father, please, Father, as you uh, reveal things, Father, and have total trust in you and, and reliance in you. Father, not presumptuously speaking. Father, because we know the end and the faith of all false prophets. Father, being that we are a household with having my husband's approval, Father, that we, we have chosen this day whom we serve, Father, so we accept all of the Torah, all of the 66 books, and it's ex our extended scriptures. And so, Father, as we spoke today, Father, I ask that you truly, truly show your people themselves. Father, the diabolical um, scheme, the evil scheme of the adversary that's pitched late at night in their dreams, that's pitched through other people that even has been coming to torment your folk. Father, I ask that they would truly lay it all out to you Father, for your word says that the, it is written that your word is powerful, quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, is a dividing asunder of soul and spirit, joint and marrow of the flesh. Hallelujah. 
and that there's neither nothing, hallelujah, that's made known or hidden from the eyes of the one in whom we have to do. So, Father, I ask that you would cleanse our heart today. And yes, you talked to Jeremiah about the hardest, mortally sick, extremely deceitful. Who can trust it? Father, we need you to continue to set us on the path of straight and narrow. Father, forgive us for playing with you. Father, please, please forgive us. And we thank you for the opportunity to fix it. Father, the tomorrow is not promised to none of us. Just as Ecclesiastes and Yahusha talks to his Tamadine about who knows from which the wind came and which where, where it's going. Who knows the time in which Yahusha shall return. Father, help us to get our mind together. And Father, that we would truly be sincere. Father, may your word truly be a Strength unto our navel and a health unto our, our navel and health unto our bones. But Father, by faith, shall it be so in our life. Father, please forgive us. Father, please forgive us. As a whole, forgive me individually. Yah, forgive me. Father, there comes a time when we do need to shut our mouths and do need to be quiet, do need to be as the elders at time. Yes, sit down, rent your clothes, cut your hair, repent, separate yourself so we can be cleansed. But we've sinned before you and we need your deliverance. So, Father, thank you for meeting us here. Father, I ask that you would word past the battle's mouth, Father, as we get ready to eat of your word. Father, and make our hearts ready, the heart of our mind. And, Father, when your word comes down, may it fall on good ground. Father, may we not be choked. May the life not be squeezed out of us. May the cares and the riches of this world not grasp our attention over the truth of your word. Father, may we not be that stony ground. Help us to catch root and grow. In the mighty name of Yahushua, Father, may every word that came forth today, Father, may it be pleasing before you. May it not hit the ground. Be with it. Father, as Samuel went, grew in stature with you, Father, so be it today. May this word be affected. Father, that it goes out. And where you sit it, 
to each of our individual temples. And Father, may it be so in our life because we want to be pleasing. Father, if we want to live, I want to live and not die to truly declare the works of you. In the mighty name of Yahushua, Hamashiach, may it be so. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise Yah for his word. Um, listen, take heed to it. Pay attention. A lot of times, man, you know, because of unbelief and because, you know, wherever our mind be at, we'll, we'll, we'll say, well, nah, we'll, you know, just abort the word of y'all. And then we'll start seeing coming to pass in our life like, hmm, maybe that shouldn't, maybe I should have listened. <laughs> so it's good to listen. So hallelujah. Let's, let, 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 let's dive on in. We're going to pray again and we're going to dive on in. So y'all, we at um, 1 Samuel 15. We are, so we so 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 we we we're gonna we we're gonna begin today on first Samuel fifteen. We did fourteen last week, right? First Samuel fourteen and uh, and then thirteen, right? So the most high the most high rejected Saul. Uh, well, he told him the first time his kingdom his kingdom, you know, what I'm saying ain't ain't gonna um, ain't gonna last. But then now we're into first Samuel fifteen, where Saul is gonna be outright rejected. So. Uh, this is gonna be pretty good. Let, let, let's go ahead and pray. Uh, make, make sure that the, the word that y'all that y'all hear is spoken from later battle. Take heed to it. Um, we, 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 we're not playing. Um, do love y'all. Do live for y'all. And uh, it's serious. You know what I'm saying. So pay attention. You know what I'm saying. Whatever you got to do, do it. When you got to get right, get it right. So that you can be in the will of y'all. Don't have yourself looking like. Uh, who did it and what for? All because you refused to obey. You know what I'm saying? So praise y'all. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you for your mercy, y'all. We thank you, y'all, for your goodness and your loving kindness. Thank you for being our salvation and our strength, y'all. Hallelujah. And I pray, y'all, uh, that you would give us understanding and wisdom when it comes to your word. I pray, Almighty, that when it comes to your word, that you open our understanding, open our heart, so we can be able to see inside what you're trying to speak to us, bring things out that we have never seen, that we didn't pitch into. And want to understand and show us the condition of Saul's heart and to see the other people as well, even show us Samuel's condition and why you did what you did um, um, to Saul. Praise Yah for that. Yah will give you the praise and esteem. And Yahushua HaMashiach's name we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. So I'm going to do a review. While I'm doing a review, Isaiah, do me a favor. Would you go to Numbers? I think it's num you and Malachi. Go to Numbers or do the remedy. I think it's in Numbers about Amalekites. The Amalek that y'all had told uh, Saul to go get, go go into. Um, I think it's in Numbers when y'all when y'all said what he's going to do to to Amalek and why he's going to do it. Uh, and uh, one of y'all find why he's going to do it. And one of y'all, if you don't mind, please find the account when they did what they did as far as attacking Israel from behind. So so when, when it's time to lift those scriptures up, we'll be able to um we'll be able to have we'll be able to have those scriptures. So uh, while y'all are doing that, I'm going to read First Samuel 15. And then we're going to do a review, and then we're going to go ahead and dive into the word all the way through there. 
Praise y'all. A lot, a lot of time later, battle don't she don't she don't be liking going live. <laughs> but this time she didn't have no choice. <laughs> uh, but praise y'all. But um, because it might not just be for y'all on Zoom. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Or here, maybe some people on YouTube as well or wherever. So you, people, people gotta hear y'all's word. They gotta hear y'all's word. You know, so we can't just not go live and put that between us. Maybe for somebody they can find it anytime. You know what I'm saying? So so make sure that we um that we uh really look at that. So the X is okay. Uh, let me see what X is say. That's fine. Go X is seventeen. Also look at numbers, y'all for uh for um what when y'all said that he's gonna do them because also it's also written in the book of numbers what he said he's gonna do. So X is this is this is this 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 is the event, you know that um that happened, you know. But then, but then go to it when y'all say he's gonna do the so we can line up with Saul. Thank y'all, uh, Michaela and Malachi. Praise y'all. So, um, first Samuel, uh, first Samuel 15. You all, we're on first Samuel 15. We we completed a milestone, my, from my point of view, Thursday. Uh, hallelujah, y'all. Praise y'all. So, we finished the book of Judges. Uh, we finished the book of Judges. It took a few months. We finished the book of Judges. Um, we finished the book of Joshua. We're done with that. In uh, our Torah, we've we've completed Genesis, we've completed Exodus, and we've completed Leviticus. In uh, our Torah, so uh, thank you, Michaela. So um, so 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 yeah, we we completed a milestone. And so next, this coming up Thursday, this coming up Thursday, we're gonna start on the Book of Ruth, and that's gonna be a pretty good book, on the Book of Ruth and um, Shabbat. And, and so now on Shabbats. You all, we're going to go through 1st, 2nd Samuel, 1st, 2nd Kings, and 1st, 2nd Chronicles. We're going to do all three of these books on the Shabbat so that so that everyone can have understanding. And when we get done with Ruth, we don't know where we're going to go. We don't know if we're going to skip down to Ezra, or we don't know if we're going to uh, do it like that, or we're going to uh, start on Hanok, Enoch, in the Apocrypha. Enoch, Jasher, uh, Jubilees. Lady Battle said that, uh, that you all put it in the West App. Uh, what book? Everybody. Everybody's a part of that West App. Uh, she suggested put it put in there what books y'all would like to study next, and I'll um, put those books in there like y'all like, like to study next, and we can come together. And the majority of the, the majority win. We, we we'll pray about it. If y'all lead us that way, we're gonna be led by y'all anyway. But he leads that way, we'll, we'll we'll study those books. But put them books in there because I mean, we, so we can learn. So praise y'all, hallelujah. So uh, we're gonna go to First Samuel fifteen. I'm gonna read it. Uh, and then we're gonna we're just, we're just gonna get in that word. Y'all, thank you for your word again. Y'all, thank you for the spirit of wisdom, and understanding. Thank you for insight. Thank you for your anointing, destroying yokes, removing burdens. Thank you, Almighty, for just being so good to us, y'all. We 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 most definitely don't choose to deceive or don't choose to to uh, to go against you. We choose to obey your word and live a set apart life, y'all. You know our hearts. You know we're not trying to be seen by anybody. We're not trying to have any kind of selfish rich, rich, uh, riches or gain. We just want to be in your will, and you understand it. So, y'all, we thank you for loving us and understanding who we are. And we give you the praise in the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise y'all. So, 1 Samuel 15, beginning at verse 1, says this. Samuel also said unto Saul, Yahuwah sent me to anoint you to be king over his people, over Israel. Now, therefore, Shema. Now, therefore, hearken thou unto the voice, unto the voice of the words of Yahuwah. Thus says Yahuwah of hosts. Yahuwah Zavuot, that's what he said. I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid wait for him in the way when he came up from Egypt. Now go and smite Amalek 
and utterly destroy all that they have, and spare them not, but slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep, camel and ass. And Shaul gathered the people together and numbered them in, in uh, Talaim, 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. And Saul came to a city of Amalek and laid wait in the valley. And Saul said unto the Kenites, go depart, get you down from among the Amalekites. Lest I destroy you with them, for you show kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. And Saul smote the, the Amalekites from Havilah until thou comest to Shur that is over against Egypt. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites, alive and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Shaul and the people, Shaul and who? My man and them. The people spared Agag and the best of the sheep and the oxen and of the fatlings and the, lamb, and, and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them. But everything that was that was vile and, re, and refused, that they were utterly, they utterly destroyed. They only kept the bad, vile stuff and refused to, but the good stuff, they kept. Disobedience. Saul. Then came the word of Yahuwah to Samuel, saying, it repent of me that I have set up Saul to be king. For he is turned back from following me and have not performed my commandments. And it grieved Samuel. It grieved the prophet. Well, when y'all speak, because Samuel got to go tell him that. Understand that. That's the truth. That sometimes, boy, it be hard for a, a, a man or woman to speak a prophet because they know that what they're finna say is finna be straight googly woo. You know, if it's going to be, yeah. You know, later battles over here. See? Contemplate, yeah, I mean, no, see, because she didn't want to, you know what I'm saying? And I understand the situation because it's been a lot of times, <laughs> but I would do it anyway because I understand the situation. It repented because I know there's the trouble behind it if I don't. <laughs> I really do know that trouble behind it if I don't. <laughs> it repented me that I have set up Saul to be king, for he has turned back from following me and have not performed my commandments, and it grieved Samuel. And he cried unto Yah all night. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set him a place, and has gone about and passed on and gone down to Gilgal. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of Yahuwah, I have performed the commandment of Yah. That was Saul telling Samuel. Uh, and Samuel said, What mean of this? What 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 mean what, what mean of this then? Excuse me, what meaneth then this? Bleeding of the sheep in my ears and lowing of the oxen which I hear. And Saul said, they have brought they have brought them from the Amalekites for the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto Yahuwah thy Elohim and the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said unto Saul, stay and I will tell thee what Yahuwah have said to me this night. And he said to him, uh, speak on, bro. Say on. And Samuel said, when you when thou was little in thine own sight. You know how Saul hid himself. Yeah. When I was little in thine own sight, was thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? 
and Yahuwah anointed you to be king over Israel. And Yahuwah sent thee on a journey and said, go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Wherefore they did, wherefore then didst thou, didst thou not obey the voice of Yah, but didst fly upon the spoil and didst evil in the sight of Yah. And Saul said unto Samuel, yeah, I have obeyed the voice of Yah. Now he, they, they disagreeing with him, talking back smart to him. He gets smart bit with him when he read Yah. Uh, he said, yeah, I have obeyed the voice of Yah and have gone the way which Yah sent me and have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, the, uh, the king of Amalek, and had utterly destroyed the Amalekites. Now you disobeyed Yah, but you know how most folks do when, 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 when you tell them that Yah told what Yah said, you, I ain't doing that. Okay, but I know what Yah said. See, what you say don't matter. Because the most I can see anything. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief and of the, of the things which shall have been utterly destroyed, to sacrifice unto Yahuwah, thy Elohim, and Gilgal. And Samuel said, Have Yahuwah as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of Yah. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. Now, y'all better have some questions on this lesson over now. For, for rebellion is as of the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Mm. Because thou hast rejected the word of Yah, he have also rejected you from being king. And Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of Yah. Now you confess it, but you said you did that earlier. But I have transgressed the commandment of Yah and thy words, because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. You can't what people said more than Yah. We're going to get on. Oof. Praise Yah. Now, therefore, I pray thee, pardon my sin. And turn again with me that I may worship Yah. And Samuel said unto him, I will not return with you. For you have rejected the word of Yah. And Yah has rejected you from being king over Israel. And Samuel turned about to go away. He laid hold upon the skirt of his mantle and rent it. Saul grabbed Samuel. Or did Samuel grab his own skirt? We'll get it in a minute. He laid hold upon his skirt. He laid hold upon the skirt of his mentor and rent it. And Samuel said unto him, and y'all should be asking the question now, Yahuwah have rent the kingdom of Israel from thee this day and have it and, and have given to a, a neighbor to a neighbor of thine that is better than thou. Man. And also the strength of Israel would not lie nor repent. For he is not a man that he should repent. Yah. It's the strength of Israel. You better hear what I'm spitting at you now. Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now. Oh, Saul, in the, oh, big Saul. He's going to beat him down because he's old, ain't he? Then he said, I have sinned, yet honor me now. I pray you before the elders of my people and before Israel and turn again with me that I may worship Yah, yes. your Elohim. <laughs> Y'all see, said you leave Yah. I mean, Saul leave Yah. So Samuel turned again after Saul, and Saul worshiped Yah. Then said Samuel, bring you, bring ye hither to me, Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him to seek, uh, came to him dedically. And Agag said, surely the business of death is past. And Samuel said, as thy swore have made women childless, so shall thy mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag in pieces 
Behoiah and Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah. That's what the, the prophets be being mean, people being mean. Y'all better go to the Bible and read what y'all really talking about now. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went to the to, uh, up to his house to Gibeah. Ain't that what Saul thought? Saul stayed over there in Gibeah, over there with the bishop might. You know, Saul was ravishing. We heard about Gibeah, didn't we? The men of Gibeah, them his folk. Oh, judges, the Levite, the man that's cooking by when the raping. Mm. These same folk, you know, that was already treacherous. I'm saying, and Saul, and Saul went to up to his house to Gibeah of, of Saul. And Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul. And Yahuwah repented that he had made Saul king over Israel. Woo! Man, y'all just don't know how long it's been. Man, how we gotta be patient to get to these chapters. Because <laughs> you're gonna say so much. But the most high tells Samuel, he tells Samuel to go tell Saul to go to go get the Amalekites and deal with them. Now look here now. We already remember how Saul was. He already told Saul something. Now I want y'all to be able, I, I want you all to see the mercy from y'all, first of all, because in chapter 14. When uh when uh when, when um was it thirteen? No, it was it was thirteen. So in chapter thirteen, Samuel give Saul the instructions again, right? Give him instructions and tell him what y'all said to do. Samuel go, uh, uh, they go there, they get to do their thing, they get to fight, they get to, they, they get the whoop in the fold. You know what I'm saying? Don't go out there with some Philistines. To Saul, we see Saul's heart. You see Saul's heart. Saul, Saul was even envious. Saul was an envious individual. He was, and, and, uh, he, uh, he coveted. He wanted what somebody else's, somebody else had. He wanted the esteem. He didn't want, he, he didn't want his neighbor's wife or his house or his car. He wanted like Ahab on Nabal's vineyard. He didn't want the esteem from the victories that they have. He wanted to be Saul too. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Me too. You know what I'm saying? Let me explain something to y'all. Mr. Me Too, Mr. Me Too, man, he, my man, man got some, man, me too. I was on your head, oh, oh, hold on, I said like this right here. Somebody got something, and here you in with the nasty face, jealous of your own brothers, jealous of your own sisters, jealous of your own uh, uh, siblings, jealous of other folk that got some. Somebody got some, man, I can get that, that ain't all that. Somebody tell you something, why they gotta go, always go somewhere? Why they always be the one that got to go? That's an envious, envious-minded person. Yeah, the Bible says jealousy is as cruel as the grave. Jealousy is when you're jealous of someone that, ha that, that they're trying to get something that belongs to you. So being jealous, jealous is not necessarily a bad thing. I'm jealous. I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody. To, my, my wife doesn't like nobody uh, more than me. I'm jealous. I don't want my grandbabies to, to, to think another man stronger than me. Ain't nothing wrong with that being a little jealous. I'm grand, I'm daddy B. I'm the man. Look at me like y'all. Y'all said he was jealous. You know what I'm saying? And y'all wouldn't necessarily and y'all wouldn't dare judge you and read you of something of a quality or something they put on the inside of you. But you gotta understand the difference between being jealous and insecure. Because insecure, that means somebody ain't doing nothing to you. You know how some, some men think their wife's cheating on them? Or some wives think that women are cheating on them, or some folks think people are talking about them, or what they say about me, or always looking at me. You insecure. 
You, you, it matters to you how folks feel, what folks think. That's not good to be. But envy, though, woo, mad because somebody else got some, talking about them, putting them, uh, putting them, um, putting them down, saying things about them. Man, look at him. Look at them shoes he got. My, my shoes better than that. You envy. Saul was envious. He was an envious person. When Jonathan spoke to Philistines, Saul wanted everybody to know he did it. Saul ain't did nothing. But Saul caused folks to sin. Saul was a pure D, prime example of bad leadership. Saul caused folks to eat blood. He was feeling get ready to kill Jonathan, or get Jonathan killed after being so rash with his mouth because he would not allow the people to be able to eat until his enemies be defeated when it's y'all the one who sent them him out. It ain't got to do with Saul's enemies. It's all of y'all's enemies, and y'all fights for Israel. So why Saul got folks starving? By declaring the only reason you're going to fight for yourself is when you walking in sin against y'all. Because y'all make you fight for yourself and you lose. But I've never seen nowhere in the scripture that when Israel is walking in righteousness, obeying y'all, where they got to fight for themselves. As a matter of fact, when you read Joshua, and, and Joshua, Joshua told the sun to be still and told, and, and told the moon to be still. And then it said that's the last time that y'all hearken to the voice of a man concerning the sun or the moon to be still. Why? Because y'all fights for Israel. You know what the Bible say? That's in Joshua. Read it. When the Gibeonites deceived them, and then they get ready to be under attack, and they told Joshua, come help us. And y'all said, don't be afraid of them. And they got to the fighting. And, and, and when Joshua then whooped them, y'all start throwing rocks at them. And kept more, more throwing rocks at him and just them killed. He said, Y'all fight for Israel. So when you're trying to fight for yourself and get next team, evidently, y'all ain't your help. Now you want to be the one that gets the esteem. That's why many of us don't pray and we're going to take matters of our own hand. Just like in my, in my marriage a long time ago, the moment that we were suffer, we, we, we long time. It's time to go get along. Matter of fact, I got tired of getting them. I done had my check going so many times by not paying my loan back. One time I had my check going for three years of a loan that I refused to pay back out of disobedience. But soon I'm not going to go to that trial and that test, going to the cash advance. 500 Because we are the ones trying to get ourselves out of situations. And when we get ourselves out, then we want to brag and say, look at me. Look at me. It ain't about you. It's y'all that got the victory for Jonathan where he was at. So Saul should have given y'all all the praise. But instead, Saul wanted to brag. Saul wanted to brag. And Saul was a bad person. Saul, Saul, Saul was, was horrible. He had a bad attitude. Saul did not carry the fruit of patience. As Galatians 5 uh, uh, says, the fruit of the patience, the fruit of the spirit is patience. Let me explain something to y'all that we explained last week. Your lack of impatience, your lack of patience, and you being impatient can cause you to become idolatrous. 
It makes your mind stubborn. It makes you refuse to follow Yah because you see it how you want to see it, and it ain't happening when you want it to happen. And then you take matters into your own hand. In in the case of our forefathers, when um when uh uh Moses, you know what I'm trying to say to you, was went to the mountain and they, and they saw that Moses didn't come back in the time they thought he should come back. Up, 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 Aaron, get up and uh, uh, make us a God. Moses ain't come back. We don't know what happened to him. He probably did, you know. And because of their impatience, uh, they committed idolatry. They committed heinous acts that almost caused Yah to kill everybody. You know, but the Levites killed only a few, you know, for disobeying Yah, they side with most sheep, you know. But then, but, but, but then, but then, you know, saw himself get. He 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 got he got impatient, and so when you read thirteen verse eight, it says that he tarried seven days according to the set time that Samuel had appointed. Then when Samuel appointed for Saul to do it, guess what, y'all? It was y'all telling Saul through Samuel what to do, and because Saul disobeyed y'all, let me let, let me explain something to you. When that prophet speak, when that prophet when, 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 when that prophet speak, let me, explain, let me let me let me read something to you. I ain't, I, I ain't gotta read the whole thing today, but let me let me but let me let me uh let me um uh read something to you. Uh, I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm gonna raise up. I'm gonna raise up verse nineteen. This, this is y'all talking about the prophet that speak to you his word. I want you to understand this because some of y'all get so in the flesh and you think the prophet like you. That's foolishness. The most high will kill you when it comes to going against them prophets. Verse 19, 18, 19 says this, and this y'all come to pass that whosoever, whosoever will not shema when I hearken unto my words, which he shall speak in my name. Mosiah says, I will require it of him. So, when I'm, so, so guess what? Whenever y'all says a prophet, me teaching right now, me prophesying earlier, let the balance of what she's saying. If we're speaking from what y'all says and you know it convicted you and you still choose to stay where you are, remain where you are, or go to the way you that you were supposed to go, then Yah said he gonna come required of you because you didn't hear what he's saying. So once it's spoken, y'all gonna come holler at you about it. So go ahead and be Mr. 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 Nutty Buddy, nitty gritty big stuff. You know what I'm saying? Who you think you are? You will find out in a minute you want too much of nothing but rejection. You want number some old rejection. Hallelujah. You want nothing but some rejection. So praise Yah. So Samuel, or excuse me. Ooh. So Saul did not listen to the voice of Samuel that Yah had spoken to him. And so Saul impatient. And uh, after he tarried seven days, according to the set time, Samuel had appointed, but Samuel came not to Gilgal 
and the people were scattered from him. So Samuel didn't come, and the people left Saul. So Saul was in the flesh going on what it was looking like to him. Lust of the eyes, fire of the light, uh, lust of the flesh. And Saul, and Saul said, bring here a burnt offering to me and peace offerings. And he offered the burnt offering. And it came to pass that as soon as he made an end of offering the burnt offerings, behold, Samuel came. And Saul went out to meet him that he might salute him. Now Samuel told something to Saul. And Saul, y'all had required of Saul because Saul didn't listen. And Samuel said, what have you done? And Saul said, because I saw that the people were scattered from me. And you came not within the days appointed and that the Philistines got themselves together at Michmash. Therefore said I, your flesh, you to yourself, you lead to your own understanding. It, 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 even the king did right his own eyesight and he, because he wasn't led by Yah. You can't listen to no king trying to lead you. You got to let Yah lead you. Therefore said I, the Philistines will come down upon me to Gilgal, and I have not made supplication unto Yah. I forced myself, therefore, and offered my sacrifice. So this man sit here and forced himself to sin against Yah. He forced himself to obey himself. I can guarantee you it was easy. But the force came in of him obeying Yah, he gave up because it's flesh. And Samuel said to Saul, you have done foolishly, which means that Saul despised the wisdom and the instruction of y'all. One thing I was saying out there a couple weeks ago, the most I showed to him for a few weeks. Y'all said this to my, my I believe y'all put it in my, in my mind. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of y'all. That's the beginning of wisdom. It's the fear of y'all. And how we know you fear y'all is you use wisdom. When you continue to make bad decisions after bad decision, you don't have the fear of y'all. You don't have wisdom. You in the flesh. The beginning of wisdom is the fear of y'all. And when you choose to obey y'all, guess what? You mean you, you need to get yourself right. The beginning of wisdom is fear of y'all, and the none of its set apart one is understanding. If I say they love y'all, you fear y'all, but you do foolish things, make bad decisions. Still talking about folks, still not keeping the feast, still don't want to own the Shabbat, still watching pornography, still having sex without being married, still masturbating, still not under your father and your mother, still doing your own thing, still coveting, still bearing false witness, still committing adultery, still stealing. But you won't see him with your hands in the air, snot come out your nose, get some more down your throat, when you suck it up, suck it up, and hit your, hit your lip with it, and you're crying. <laughs> I love Yahushua. Hey, we should Just want to tell you, I love you more than anything. I love you, But you still don't want to obey the word that Yah has given you from Yah's people. You still want to do your own thing. You still putting yourself above others. You still doing everything that y'all says don't do with your hands in the air, arms tied, snot coming out your nose, breath stinking, and here you is crying, and you think the most high receiving you, he doing right here to you. Man, he, he ain't even looking at you. Matter of fact, he ain't even looking at you. He's turning his head from you. He's hiding his face from you. Because you are people of no faith. And the most I said that he hide his face from, from those who are no faith. So guess what? You want y'all to not have his face from you? Quit doing foolishly. 
Learn how to gain patience. Get yourself back up. The Bible says a just man falls seven times. A wicked man is standing his mischief. So you can get on up. But guess what? You Thou has done foolishly. Thou has not kept the commandment of Yah, your mighty one, which he commanded thee. For now would Yah have established your kingdom forever. So guess what? Because Saul did not hear the voice of the prophet, the most high came to require it. Our problem is we don't seem to take our time to look at the pattern of Yah in the scripture to know that Yah keep his word. And the Bible says that faith comes from hearing and hearing the word of Yah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, family, good folk, look at your faith. Don't do foolishly. You will reap the same benefits. Look here. But 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 he said he tell him. He ain't taking from this day, but he tell him, but now your kingdom shall not continue. Y'all have saw him a man of his own heart. Now guess what? Saul had the opportunity, you all there, to repent. But he didn't. Didn't learn the lesson. Didn't take heed. Got in the flesh, got beside himself, and did his own thing. But praise y'all for his mercy. I can see the most high being. You know what I'm saying? Like a good old father. Good, good father. You know why? Because as a father myself, when my kids do stupid stuff, I still give them chance after chance. You know why? Because I love them enough to be concerned about them. They're not throwing them away. But let me tell you something, young folk. It'll come a time that y'all will deal with you. He'll help you understand quicker than a man can. You see, you know, uh, you know, it's promised to a man to live 70 years. You know, the righteous, and by reason of strength, being stronger, you know, he 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 he'll even if you go on to eighty or go on the bug. When you start seeing folks dying real young, I'm not saying everybody that dies young is in sin. I'm not saying that. I don't think that's truth. Babies being born, but sometimes I don't know. Y'all also judges families through generations from years to come too. So it may be it. So guess what? Let's read the Bible about that thing. When you start seeing folks dying at 45 years, and my cousin Keith Matthews died at 45 years old Thursday. And I and look here, and I cried for a long time. And when I cried, like I said, I want to some of y'all, we were fair. No, I cried because I understood the judgment, of, the judgment of y'all. I knew he was going to die before he died. And I know it wasn't all I can do to see him stop that because he was a murderer. Yeah, him, Terry, Kim, Jimmy, and Keith. We to go rob somebody back in 96. Every last one of them dead, except for Terry. Jim, Kim dead. She died about a year or so ago. Jimmy died about a year or so ago. Keith died yesterday. Terry, 49 years old, just turned 49 in June. His health ain't that well. You see, we sit here and, and think we feel sad. I cry because... His family was cut off. See, I told him when his mama died. I told him when his daddy died. I told him when his brother died. His brother died at 25 years old in the penitentiary. My mama told me when he died. And I know when him dying on Friday was more, more so likely a possibility of him being judged for murdering somebody. Yeah, I put money on his books for the past 28 years when he's been in the penitentiary. I talked to my cousin. And when I don't want to get him money, he, he, he tell me, keep I'm gonna go rob me somebody. I'm gonna bust somebody's head. He tell me that. So I know his mindset wouldn't change. 
So when I see him down at 45, I ain't crying. Oh, that's Keith. I'm crying because you know why? I know that his soul may, may be required of him and he may be in a lake of fire. Yes, sir. And I don't talk to him about the truth. Try to get him to change on a few occasions. You ask my wife, do him that? So when I start seeing him cut off, it concerns me. It make me nervous. Make me feel afraid. Because y'all, what about my sins? But I realized the most I don't, they don't despise a broken heart, nor a contrite spirit. Now he'll forgive you, he'll receive you, he'll spare you, even in your wrongdoing. As Moses, who killed the man in his anger, but still lived to be 120 years old, is a lawgiver of Yasharal. So it, it, ain't just, it, ain't, it ain't just because he had he, he murdered a man, it's because his heart was unrepentant. He refused to change his mindset. Now, I don't care who get mad at this, and I hope my family listen. I hope all of you listening. Because guess what? Half them still messed up on crack, on pills, freaks and hoes, women and men. Unapologetically about it, too. And we sit here and wonder why somebody died in their 40s. But we want to be quiet. And don't want to say nothing about it. Don't want to offend nobody. I give a damn about you being offended. I'd be more offended if you're dying like that and nobody said nothing to you than you getting mad of somebody telling the truth. He was rejected by y'all for his own disobedience and refusing to repent of his wrongdoing. And then when the most I come back to him and give him the opportunity to repent, and the most I tell him, I remember. 1 Samuel 15 and 2, thus says Yahuwah of hosts, I remember that which Amalek did to Israel. Most I don't, most, most I don't forget the things you do when you do wrong now. Pay attention, even when it comes to his people. When you read Psalms 105 verse 15, it says this, he reproved kings for their sake, for their sakes saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. It's about the children of Israel. He reproved Abimelech for Abraham's sake. When Abimelech got Sarah, and most of our peers to him said, look at you, but you, but you, you ain't nothing but, but a dead man. Hmm. And he told Abimelech, that's a prophet in there, and restore his wife to him. And y'all made the whole country sick. Abraham, the prophet, had to pray for them to be whole, even though he was the one who told Sarah to say there was his sister, Abimelech couldn't touch none that belonged to him. Because the most high don't, don't, don't play when it comes down to his people. And when it comes to him giving you an instruction to do and say something, you better do it and you better say it because y'all know why he's saying it. Thus says Yahuwah of hosts. This right here is a man of war. Yahuwah Zavuot is how he's speaking. So, so, so Samuel is speaking from Yah, who's, who, 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 who wants to provoke war on the Amalekites. This says Yahuwah Zavuot, or Zavar. I remember that which Amalek did to Israel, how he laid away for him in the way when he came up out of, uh, from Egypt. So what is he talking about? 
Because, man, look here, so I'm supposed to be doggone, I'm going to tell you something. Uh, he died Thursday, as you say. So, um, Thursday, Friday, he died. You know, and heartbreaking. Uh, Exodus, Exodus 17. You know, man, we 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 sit here and, and uh and we don't like telling the truth to people. You know what I'm saying? And y'all sit here be lying, holding your holding your mouth shut, and folks' lives, folks' lives be doggone be ruined because you want to shut your mouth. I ain't shutting my mouth no more, and I ain't holding back, I ain't sparing back no more because too many people dying in sin. And we sit here just clapping our hand, happy go lucky. It don't break your heart to see your brother, your sister die in sin. My best friend, Devin Jefferson, got killed at 15 years old. And the only reason I, I said that he was ignorant because he was 15 when he was murdered. He was shot in his head. He was shot in his head in a drive-by shoot in front of my brother, the same brother who saw Keith die in CC. The same brother who was with Keith, but Keith got locked up. My little brother, he's still in prison. He's been in there 11 years. He got a 99-year sentence. We sit here being quiet about stuff like that. Devin dead. And we're going to sit here and be quiet. Don't say it to nobody because we don't want to offend nobody. What about Devin's mama? What about Chuck Bone who killed Devin? His mama. Because the boy who killed Devin was 15 years old when he killed Devin. And Chuck been in prison for 30 years, too. He's still in there. And he ain't there with my brother, who was in the car with Devin when he died. And we see him trying to hold back, sparing. No, speak out. Cry loud and spare not. Tell the people the truth when it comes to the word of Yah. We got to obey the voice of Yah. Can't be in our feelings and don't want to obey Yah's voice because we, we scared of somebody or people persuade us to do otherwise. I don't care who get mad at me. I'm tired of my people dying for no reason. In here, in here. In here, doggone, because of a curse. We over in this land because of a curse. And we bound by drug addiction. These young girls, females, giving their children up and leaving their kids for men. You think it's all right? My grandmama did that. Aunties, too. But we care about our kids. How do you? No, you don't. You care about yourself. My dad said he care about me. I'm coming to get you, son. I'm coming to see you. You take years to show up. You don't care. You're a liar. You want to see it to make it sound good, make them feel better. But do you not realize you're not showing up? You're not keeping your words. Cause more pain than to sound good in the words. And you think it's all right? That was Saul's mind. He was a good talker. Wasn't worth nothing. Exodus 17, beginning at verse 8, says this. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel and Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, choose out men and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of Elohim in my hand. And so Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses and Aaron, Moses and Aaron and her went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. So that your, your hand was, was a symbol of worship while going through. 
by being attacked from the adversary, by being whooped down from behind, you are still to hold your hands up. You are still to worship Yah. You are still to surrender yourself to Yah in spite of the attack of the adversary, in spite of being whooped, surrender yourself, get that worship. But when you let your hands down out of weariness, then you lose. And it said, it said when Moses held his hands up, you look here, Israel prevailed, and when he let his hands down, and we prevailed, but Moses' hands was heavy. And he took a stone and put it under him and, and, he, and he sat there on. And Aaron and her, they helped Moses worship Yah. They helped Moses hold his hands up. And sometimes we got to sit here and help our brothers and our sisters remain in the mode of worship. Hold their arms up while they're in this war feeling defeated and their arms are heavy. You yourself should show responsibility and bring comfort to them by allowing them to see. And you can help them hold their hands up. That's how, I see, that's how you will see Yahuwah Nisi. But you can't see a banner of victory or the miracles of Yah by letting your brother go through it by himself. But Moses' hands was heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him. He sat there on it. Aaron and Hera stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands was steady until the going out of the sun. And Yahushua discomfited Amalek and his people with the sword. And this is Torah, y'all. And Yahuwah said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Yahushua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek under the Torah. And I utterly put out, the, put out the remembrance of Amalek from under the heaven. And Moses built an altar and called the name of it Yahuwah Nisi. We we ain't saying Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Nisi, and don't even know why. Don't even understand the covenant. You still bad-minded, disobedient, and disrespectful to Yah, just like Saul was. And you don't even understand Yah's words. They was not able to call Yah Yahuwah Nisi, my banner of victory, or my miracle worker, until after the war, and they had to fight all the way through it. And y'all giving up. Tell my y'all, you're a miracle worker. You better go back to the covenant and understand what y'all said. But he said, because Yahuwah have sworn that Yahuwah will have war. That's why he called Yahuwah Nisi. He'll have war with Amalek from generation to generation, showing that Yah himself will fight your enemies as well. And this man going to sit over there looking like whoop de whoop de boop who did and what for. They're going to go over there and not do what Yah says. Let's go to Numbers 24. What verse, Michaela? Thank you. We'll start at verse 20. Numbers 2420 says this. And when he looked on Amalek, he took up his parable and said, Amalek was the first of the nations, but his latter end shall be that he perished forever. He was the first of the nations, but his latter end. Shall be that he perish forever. Why? Because they because they fought against Israel. They intentionally tried to hurt them. 
they killed women and children and men. And the most I remembered how his people were done. He remembered the trouble, the pain, the mama's crying, the mama's crying from having a new ones killed because he attacked from behind. The pregnant women, the, 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 the children, the older folks, the weak and sick people, they came from behind, they attacked him. So when y'all sent Saul to go do what he did, and Saul refused to do what he did, it was a direct slap in y'all's face. He broke Torah. Most I didn't just get mad because that because Saul didn't do that. He Saul broke y'all's Torah. In the Torah, Saul was a king that was anointed by the prophet. When, when, when Saul was the king of the prophet, you better understand this and listen to this well. The Most High assigned Levites to Saul. Saul had access to the prophet. Saul had access to the Levites who can teach him Torah and show him what's done. All kings are required to follow Torah and Saul knew better. But yet and still, Saul allowed people to persuade him to not obey Yah, like many of us allow people to obey us. Something's already on the inside of us. I hear somebody say this right here all the time. Excuse me, not, not, not somebody, but the Bible says about temptation, and it tells you about temptation, right? And it tells you that temptation is this in the book of James, when we are drawn away and enticed by the bait of our own lust. Something on the inside of you, Try to urge you to do it. It's, it, it, it don't mean you got to do it, but it's when you give in. And when you give in and you do what's being said out the flesh, when you give in and you do what's being said from people and it causes you to disobey Yah, you have fell into sin. And when you fall into sin, the wages of sin is death. Something has to die. In this case, Saul's kingdom is gone. Because he couldn't give in, because he couldn't overcome the temptation. He allowed the people to persuade him to disobey y'all. Like many of us, y'all, we all allow other folks to make us disobey y'all. Make us disobey our parents, talk about our mom and our dad, our brothers and our sisters, to, 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 put, to put folk down. We allow to, 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 go, to, go, to go steal, to go murder. Even if it's a temptation on the inside to go do it, don't mean you have to do it. You fight right. back temptation yeah. with being obedient to yeah. the word of Yah. Like Mashiach himself, he was tempted. He was hungry. The Bible says in Matthew 4 that after he had been tempted by the adversary for 40 days, he, after he was a hunger, and the tempter came to him saying, if you are the son of Yah, Turn these stones to bread. But she told him that man shall not live by bread only, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of Yah. So even though the adversary was telling him the truth and saying you was hungry, and even though Yahushua had the ability to provide for himself, turning them stones to bread, he chose to yield himself, not trying to be perfect in his pride and allow Yah to provide for him. So he said, you know what? I ain't got to do nothing. I ain't got, man don't live by bread only. I live by my daddy's provision. I live by faith. I live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of Yah. So then the adversary take him to the temple, to a pinnacle on the temple and say, look here, cast yourself down. 
For it is written here, give us angels charge concerning you, and they'll bear you up in their hands unless you dash your foot against the stone. And, and you should rebuke him and say, You should not tip your boy, your mighty one, for him only shall you serve. And then the answer, take Mashiach to a highest mountain peak and show them all the kingdoms of the world. So look here, I'll give you everything here in front of me if you just bow down and worship me. And he rebuked him and said, we should worship Yahuwah. Him, it might not be the exact word, but let's read Matthew 4. You'll see what I'm saying. And him only shall you serve. And guess what? He rebuked the adversary. But many of us tell us fighting the adversary. We just give in and say, yeah, you're right. Huh? Yeah, you say what? Yeah, who? Huh? Yeah, yeah you right? Huh? Who? What? And you will go do it anyway because you give in to the bait of your own lust, even when you know you shouldn't do it. Can't tell me that Saul didn't know he was wrong. Saul was very manipulative, kept secrets, didn't speak out. He was conniving and wicked, and he wouldn't respect y'all. Hallelujah. So then he wouldn't even hearken to the voice of Yah. And Yah required it. Now, now look here. So now Yah comes back. He asks you, why have you, why have you now we, we get on the Kenites later, but why have why haven't you, you know, um got rid of the king? But look here, look at verse verse 9 of, of 1 Samuel 15. They spared the king. They spared flesh. They spared some something else that was wicked to rule. To, that, that, that ruled wicked. To, 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 he spared someone to, to rule wicked and made in the, and was going to make an allegiance. wasn't going to kill the king. Making an allegiance with the king over somebody that killed his own ancestors. Think about that. His own folk, like many of us, we talk about slavery. Get over it. We, we we would rather side with the flesh or side with the world or side with other nations, even though they did us wrong, we side with Gentiles above our own people. We side, we side with Gentiles. We side with idolatry above the word of Yah because that's what makes sense to us. Because somebody come and got cologne on and wash their hand, wash their face, brush their teeth, and they got cologne on and their clothes look good, don't mean their booty don't stink. Mm -hmm. I see like y'all here said in my head. You don't mean your booty don't stink. Bend down and, 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 and hug them. Oh man, she stink. Try to smell good, look, look like brand new money, and you get over there to them and, and hug them, and they musty. But you caught up, you caught up with how they look. You caught up with the bling. You caught up with the bling. You caught up with the bling. You caught up with the twerking booty and the, and, and, and the shaking of the leg. I don't know what this is about, but the twerking of the booty. You caught up with the, with the how the world look. You caught up with the glamour and the fashion. And so that's what you side with, and you will side with that above y'all's word, all because that's what looked good to you. When guess what? It's y'all's word that looks good because all because you know better, but you still choose to decide with the very in the very enemy that want to kill your people. And you think the most high ain't gonna deal with you on that? Let me explain something to you. Amalek is a type of the adversary, a type of Hasatan, Satan. And guess what? When you yourself, us, 
we decide to choose to disobey Yah in the side of Satan, then you better understand you got to face that judgment because you chose the flesh, knowing how the flesh killed your people, knowing how the flesh, how the adversary killed your uncle that was on crack, knowing how the adversary killed your alcoholic uncle, knowing how the adversary killed your alcoholic auntie, knowing how the adversary caused your crazy auntie boyfriend to beat her down, and yet still you choose abusive men, knowing the adversary kills, but you choose the adversary, and you choose to spare him because he look good and sound good to you and tell you beautiful things, and you choose the adversary above the word of Yah, and you choose to break Torah above Yah's word, you better understand Yah going to deal with you. In, that, in, in Exodus, they call Yah Jehovah Nisi. Yahuwah Nisi. After they defeated Am the Amalekites. After they were out there fighting all day and Moses trying to hold his arms up in worship, being weary, trying to hold his arms up and surrender to Yah for you to win the battle. After her and Aaron, you can't tell me their arms weren't her worshiping Moses, and they probably hit their arms up in pain doing what they did while they're fighting all day long to the going down on the sun. And yet they call that place Yahuwah Nisi. And y'all said, Look here, this is remembrance. And when y'all put remembrance up of us obeying his command, doing his will, seeking his face, and we choose to disobey him, knowing what he brought us out of, knowing what he said is a direct slap to his face. And my father fights back. Well, Saul and the people spared Agag. Saul and the people. Saul caused them to go astray. He the king. How they persuading him? Well, Saul and the people spared Agag, Agag, and Agag. And the best of the sheep, y'all say kill everything. They say the fattest lamb with the whitest wool. The one, the one they say ethically. <laughs> and of the oxen, they say Big Bessie, the big yellow red heifer, and all the fatlings and the lambs and all that was good and would not utterly destroy them, but everything that was vile and refused, they utterly destroyed. They only got rid of the bad things. They thought they was doing y'all a favor. And when they disobeyed y'all, it made y'all mad. See, man, I'm going to tell you something. I know that we need to watch our attitudes. We need to grow. You ain't got the same old, same old time to have the same old mind you had five years ago last year. We got to grow. We got to learn how to communicate. We got to learn how to talk about it. We got to learn how to grow up. We can't stay in the same place. People who stay in the same place year after year who still stuck and no growth, they call that retardation. That's an actual scientific word, retarded. Not what people say, we talk about people now. It's called retarded. That's the correct word. And it, you, 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 there's no growth, there's no development, there's no production. Yeah, there's somebody with a body big as mine, with legs little like Ariella mm -hmm. in a wheelchair, because their legs ain't grown. They handicapped, they're retarded. That's not a that's not showing no disrespect toward them. This is being honest. And that's how many folks are when it comes to the things of y'all. You probably, you've been in the truth four, five years, two, three years, 10 years, and you still the same as you was last year. You retarded. 
How you been in the truth for 20 years, for 15 years, for, 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 for 10 years, for five years, for two years, and you have not even at least read the book of Genesis? And you wonder when you start going through trials, you always complaining, you always mad, because you're retarded, you haven't grown. You still the same retarded man or retarded woman who was complaining before you met y'all in sin. And here you is only in front of folk, you sound deep. Tell them what it say, break it down to them like you know, but you can't even apply that own word to yourself. No, my bad, I take that back. You refuse to apply that own word to yourself, you retarded. And retarded folks don't live for no long time. They don't need to be real, real old. Show me a real, real old retarded person. Real old. I'm just being honest about it. See, when we become stagnant and ain't getting life places, stuff die off. And we think it's all good. Y'all say it repent of me. What does it repent of me? Nahum. That means that y'all say. Mm -hmm. He ain't changed his mind about Saul being king. He was just like, man, goodness gracious. Mm. Anybody got kids? Mm. Anybody ever seen the same the person doing the same thing over and over and over again? The same thing? You 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 you'd have been going to jail all your life. And he is again, Uncle Peter Pope, back in jail. He go big mama. Mm. Or even the daddy and the mama, tired of the son. Just boy, you stay in trouble. You stay fighting. Girl, you stay in trouble. Something stay going on with you. Mm. That can cause you to be rejected. It repent of me that I made that I have set up Saul to be king. For he is now turned back from following me. Y'all said that it don't matter what Saul said. Well, at least Saul came to be honest when he when he, he acknowledged y'all not being this mighty one no more. I Me, mean, he was gonna tell the truth. Y'all said it. Y'all says that Saul is turned back from following him and have not performed, have not cooned, he has not applied. Accomplished, continued, endured, remained, stood, succeeded, strengthened himself in my commandments. And it grieved Samuel. And he cried to y'all all night. Samuel cried because he knew when y'all rejected Saul how bad that was. Let me explain something to y'all because I don't know if you realize this or not. But Samuel understand, understand the detriments of that. Because remember, he was a boy years ago when he was young. And the most I say, he gonna he, I'm, I'm going to tell you something that's going to tickle in the ears of all of Israel. 
And when Moses High told Samuel he's gonna take he's gonna have the Ark of the Covenant taken, that's what he told him. Not that he's gonna kill Eli. Eli already knew that. But all of Israel heard that Samuel told Eli about the ark being missing. And when they got finished fighting, they lost him in the Phinehas House of Hophnis when they got that ark from Shiloh. And when they when they died on the battlefield, two Levites, and they daddy, their word came to pass. Samuel knew the judgment of Yah was true. He knew the wrath of Yah was real. He understood that Yah meant what he said. And so Samuel cried all night. All night. Because he knew he, he got to go do what Yah said. Sometimes being that prophet be hard to speak. <laughs> you got to say it. And when Samuel rose up early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel saying, Saul came to Carmel and behold, he set him up a place and is gone about and passed on and gone down in Gilgal. And see, let me, let me, let me tell y'all, let, let me give y'all some understanding. A lot of times when a prophet come to you, I try to I try to help people there myself. I try to spare folks, my children especially, and other folks by, by giving them opportunity to talk to me and be honest. Because when I come talk to them about something they're dealing with, or I text them out something they're dealing with, I already know what you did. Y'all already told me. Y'all has already always told me. I just try to give you opportunity. And when Samuel got to where Saul was at, y'all had already told him. It ain't nothing that Saul can do or nothing that Saul can say. Because y'all's word is established over that man's word, regardless of who he is and how he felt about it. And Samuel came to Gilgal, and Samuel came to Saul. And Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of Yah. You know how the hypocrites do? The fake ones do as they living right, but Yah not already spoke. I have performed, I have done the commandment of Yah. But you just got finished sinning against Yah, and you ain't did nothing, but you said you could finish. I have, I have just got finished right the point, finish, but I've performed the commandment of Yah. I've just been a false witness. And don't allow my neighbor, but I have just performed the commandment of Yah. It's Shabbat. I just got off work with a little overtime because it was mandatory and I had to do it because I want to lose my job, but I performed the commandment of Yah. No, you still sinned. And Samuel said, okay, I'll tell you what, why you do that? And Samuel just simply asked a real question. Like many of us be asking people real questions, but you know how we get in our pride. We don't like, like, like how they talk to us. I'm grown. There's some of these older kids where your mom and dad talk to you. Okay, mom, okay, daddy, you this and that. That disrespect, y'all will slap you across the top of your head with your funky attitude. But you think you good because of who you are with your grown self. Yeah, okay. That don't mean nothing to y'all. With your hand on your hip and your backbone slipping and your head shaking and your this, that, and this, y'all will cut your arm off, take your mind from you and cause you to be retarded while you're staying. Ask Nebuchadnezzar. His mind was slipped from him while he was in the middle of talking to Daniel a year later. Failed to take you to the warning. And when he woke up two and a half years later, naked in the field, a long half spin like bird, eagle claws, then he called y'all the most high. Does y'all have to take your mind from you and know for you to call him the most high and submit yourself? That's the question you might want to ask yourself. 
Why our famous question we ask, can you afford to love what y'all hates? Mm. Mm. And Samuel said, what meaneth this? Then this, then she did what y'all said, bleeding other sheep in my ear. I hear sheep. And lowering other ox, which I hear. Then Saul should the blame, like many of us, they did it. They said, and Saul said, they have brought them from the Amalekites. For the people spared the best of the sheep and of the oxen to sacrifice unto you, unto Yahuwah, your Elohim, and the rest we have utterly destroyed. They did it. See how you put the blame off of, off of himself? It's their fault. It ain't my fault. Like many of us refuse to, to accept accountability because we don't want to be called out. We don't want nobody to correct us. We can't take rebuke. You stiff neck. Like, like the rock Ibar said, we stiff neck. We hate to listen. We can't take correction. That's the problem with us, a bunch of forward people. Perverse, hard-hearted. You don't like correction because you figure you grown. But I want to serve notice, grown man, grown woman. Y'all, it's the end of days. He can speak to anybody he chooses to speak to through whoever he want to speak through. And when you don't listen to, to the voice and the mouthpiece that y'all seeing, then get when he come whoop you, then I want you to holler, then you grown. That's part of what Satan said, or Lucifer said, but then Ezekiel said, well, how art thou falling? Well, Isaiah, how art thou falling? And Jesus used the anointed cherub, but your light can't shine without y'all's oil, you ain't with some glass. Saul broke Torah. That's the problem that y'all got. Sin is indeed violation of y'all's Torah. That's why it's good sometimes, not all the time, when somebody comes to speak to you the word of y'all, it's good for you to read in their Torah so you can know if you're disobeying y'all's word or not because you might find yourself disobeying y'all's word and have to suffer. In your or not, it's still a sin. Then Samuel said to Saul, stay, and I will tell you what y'all have said to me this night. And he said on, and he said to him, say on. And Samuel said, when you was little in your own sight, remember Saul came and hid himself scared and afraid? And the most I had to tell them, he and the stuff, when he saw himself being insignificant, when he got to his uncle, I can't remind y'all, take heed to that. He went to his uncle, after finding find an inky bunker them and them donkeys, he couldn't find them. And uncle tell him what the uncle was there, but then he said he, he never did tell his uncle that Yah made him king. He, he, he wouldn't hear himself. He didn't believe it. He was little in his own sight. And in spite of him feeling insignificant, Yah made him a king. When you was little in that, when, 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 when thou was little in thine own sight, was thou not made the head of the tribes of Israel? And y'all made them submit to him. <coughs> then caused them to go with the Ammonites. Mm. 
Yah anointed you to be king of Israel. And Yah sent you on a journey and said, go and utter destroy the Amalekites and fight against them until they be, be consumed. Wherefore did, wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of Yah, but didst fly upon the spoil and did evil in the sight of Yah. You didn't obey Yah, but you wouldn't get that spoil. You wouldn't get that good looking stuff. Now listen. Y'all see that? He didn't obey Yah's voice. He broke Torah. Y'all think Yah don't honor his word above his name? Y'all think the Most High does not uh, uh, get you whenever you disobey Yah? That's a lack of faith. Everything done outside of faith is a sin. It ain't just Yah telling you you're going to get this and get that. You got to believe. It's Yah telling you do this and do that. You got to obey. And when you do not obey Yah, it's a lack of faith. And you many of us are very unpleasing. Hebrews 11 says, without faith, it's impossible to please Yah. So you being disobedient puts you in a position of being displeasing to the Father. And we still want to do our own thing. Man, you in trouble. Wherefore then didst thou not obey the voice of Yah? But did but did but 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 did it fly upon the spoil? And did this even in the sight of y'all. And you know what's sad about this, y'all? Yeah, well, baby, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> baby, the poor don't take a train of thought. But but listen, when 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 we call when 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 the adversary calls us to disobey y'all, um, when the adversary calls us to disobey y'all. It's a lack of faith. And anything that done outside of faith, y'all, is a sin. And when we sin against y'all, guess what the ways of sin is? It's death. You know, and what I was gonna say, y'all, is I'm this this, 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 this this message is almost heartbreaking to me right now. Because I know that some of y'all ain't gonna listen. I know you ain't gonna listen. Just like when Jeremiah, they came to tell Jeremiah, look here, man, we believe whatever you say. Go ahead and tell us, man, we're going to obey. And when Jeremiah tells them, don't leave Israel, don't go down to Egypt, they tell Jeremiah, we don't believe you. After the words that Jeremiah said came to pass, and, and but they tell them, we don't believe you, and they go anyway, and guess what? Go into captivity. Be destroyed anyway. Be dealt with anyway. Why? Because they choose to disobey. Yeah, it's sad. And you still going to captivity. And it's so sad that some of y'all ain't going to listen and you're going to still go into bondage, sin, sinful bondage. You're going to still be bound. You're going to still go into captivity and your life going to be hard because you ain't going to listen to y'all. And it's going to be sad for you because there ain't nothing we can do to get you out of there. And it's going to be for a period of time. In their case, it was 40 years, 70 years. Man, I ain't got a year to sit here and be disobedient. I got a year to live. That ain't what I mean. I won't live a year. I ain't got a year to be. I ain't got a year to be out here going to get no, no. I want to be able to be obeying y'all for for over a year. Y'all please to be here for a year. I ain't got a year to sit here and be, be going no bondage and no captivity and, and be struggling like that through disobedience. No, I'm gonna obey y'all. I'm going to choose to listen to the voice of Yah. I don't have a year to be living in bondage. Not, not, not saying I don't have a year to be on the planet because I do. I pray I do. Yah will. But come on, think about that. Look at the book of Judges, how they were in captivity eight years, 18 years, 40 years. 
and how we've been over here in the diaspora over 400 years now. All because of failing to take heed to the word of Yah. Why do we got to continue to keep going in captivity, Israel? Oh, Israel. And Saul said to Samuel, now look at Saul, because he's the king and his pride getting in the way, and he speak up like he bold, because he can try to he can try to intimidate Samuel. I mean, let's do one talk crazy and be bold and talk back to the authority figure that y'all put in place. Because you think it's that person you're talking to. You think it's their command. You think it's them. You think it's the individual that you're dealing with. No, it's y'all telling you. And when you being bold and going against them, that's called you all acting presumptuously. That's called despising the word of Yah. You'll seem to be on your own head. And Saul said unto Samuel, and Saul said unto Samuel, Yea, I have obeyed the voice of Yah and have and have gone the way which Yah had was Yah had was Yah sent me. And have brought Agag, the king of, Amal of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. Saul disobeyed Yah and told Samuel he obeyed Yah. He lied. But the people took the, the spoil. Saul said, I did it. It ain't got to do me. They did that. You, the leader. You set the tone. You can't use people as your excuse to sin against Yah. Well, they told me to leave me alone. They told me this. They told me that. You better listen to them. You should like somebody, somebody tell me, you know, when you're 18 years old, you grown. That's a lie. Oh, my bad. They said because they can't go to Jeff's statutory rape. Then you can have sex with a girl 18 years old or a boy 18 years old and you can't go to jail. So you figure that's grown. What the mindset? 18 ain't grown. 18 still a child. 19 is still a kid. Real talk. Even in the Bible, you, you got to be over 20 for the age of accountability. But you know how we talk, I'm grown. And that same rebellion spirit been on you for all these years. Because somebody told you a lie. And you allow people to deceive you and cause you to sin against y'all. Saul said, but the people took the spoil. But the people took it. What you... Scripture says Saul and the people, the leader took it and the people he gave permission. Now listen here. Why couldn't he stop? He made him eating blood. Why couldn't he stop him right here? He put a decree out, whoever eating this wall without me avenging my enemy gonna be put to death. He spoke bold like that. You know, like Jeremiah said, we wise when it comes to doing evil. But we dumb as a box of rocks and, and a pork chop sandwich. When it comes to doing wicked, we don't know how to do what's right. We be done with uh, 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 I can't, uh, I don't know how to live. Hold, uh, dumb as a boss of rock, but you know how to tell somebody to sneak in the window, come around when they sleep, when they sleep, step in the window, when they sleep, I'm open door, walk slow to the back, when they sleep, sneak on in and steal it. You, we wise when it comes to doing evil. 
We just play dumb. But the people took of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed to sacrifice unto Yah, your Elohim and Yah, God. And Samuel said, have, have Yah, and look at here, y'all. I, I want y'all to understand this. It don't please Yah to kill nothing. Excuse me, let me explain something to y'all. It was never y'all's will for man to die. It was never y'all's will for animals to die. Death, there was no such thing as death being on the planet until after Adam's sin, regardless to death existed or not. It didn't have no meaning and power over no man. It didn't grip no man. It didn't grip nobody. The first sacrifice was done by Yah. Because Adam can provide for himself no sacrifice. When he, when he put a, a, a fig or, or something around him, Yah had to kill an animal and let their blood drain and cover Adam in that animal's skin. He had to do the atonement for Adam as a type of Mashiach. Yah provides the sacrifice. Abraham said Mashiach decided, even just said Abraham decided, decided to see my day, and he saw it. He saw the sacrifice Yah provided. The ram in the thicket with, with his head trapped in the thorns where he couldn't get away, but he made it easy to die. He saw Yahushua's day. So, so it, but, but guess what? It was never Yah's will to die. So guess what? So don't, don't think because you do wrong, you can just go repent and Yah are going to forgive you. That ain't no, that ain't, it, it, it don't work that easy. You got to be a broken heart or contrite spirit. And you and the, and the animal gotta be towel mean so that your so that your sins can transfer. And when you hold things inside of you, you are not towel mean, and y'all will reject your sacrifice. Just like you reject Saul's. And it's gotta be done on your own voluntary will. Saul and the people disobeyed y'all. He said he forced himself last time. He disobeyed the Torah, breaking it down. Try the biggest one, read it. And so Samuel asked him. Do have y'all have great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices? He he. So you mean to tell me y'all got great delight in obeying sacrifices and offerings, as in obeying His voice? If you don't sin, do wrong. None have to die. If you don't sin, do wrong. You ain't got to shed no blood on nothing. And Samuel said, "Have not y'all." As good a light and burnt offerings and sacrifices as obeying the voice of Yah. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice. Mashiach died because of us. His death became necessary. His death became necessary pain for us to live, but his death should not have ever had to happen if Adam would have been obedient. That ain't something that Yah just required. required. Yeah, I don't require for you to go kill no animal. He just gave you a way of escape. But like he said in Hebrews, who shall escape if we neglect so great a sacrifice? Nobody. He's going to judge you because now you act for something you despise in the Ruach of Yah. That's called blasphemy of the Ruach of Kodesh where you constantly do wrong against Yah and you know better. 
that when he gave with them, when he cast that devil out, and they said, you know what? This was Beelzebub. They knew it was of Yah, but they had a problem with Shiat. That's unforgivable people going against Yah's authority, going against Yah's will, going against Yah's leadership, knowing better, going against Yah's word, knowing better. Remember the 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 the, uh, the, uh, the, 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 the Egyptians, the Hebrew man that was with the Egyptian. They came out and got to find where they got got got, got to striving with the Hebrew in the camp. They strolled together in the camp, and then the the the, 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 the mixed man. Blaspheme the authority of Yah. Somebody said, somebody did. He didn't care. His anger got the best of him. He allowed a man or an individual to cause him to sin against Yah. Anytime you allow somebody to cause you to sin against Yah, you in trouble because you did that and you knew better. It ain't just always anger fighting nobody to say out your mouth. It's fornication. It's bearing false witness. It's coveting. It's using Yah's name in vain. It's not keeping the Shabbat. It's not under your father and your mother. Is homosexual activities. It's whatever the sin or the violation of Yah's Torah, and you know better. Man, that's scary. And Samuel said, Have not Yah as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of Yah? Behold, to do what? Obey. Y'all see that? To Shema. Shema, Israel, Yahuwah, Eloheinu, or how we say, Shema, Israel, Yahuwah, Eloheinu. It's better to do that than the sacrifice than 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 to sacrifice, and to hearken, and to kashal, and to be attentive, incline thy ear, and give well regard. Take heed. Then the fat of rams. For rebellion, what's rebellion? Rebellion, mere bitterness, rebellion, bitterness. You know, you know, you know, rebellion is bitterness. Refusing to do what's being said from Yah, doing your own thing, you become bitter toward the word of Yah. You become bitter toward your leadership. You become bitter toward your 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 parents. You become bitter toward your siblings, your brethren. You become bitter. You begin to do the wrong thing. It's as a sin of witchcraft. And you know what the most I said about stuff in the wish to live. Come on, Saul. Yeah, we get on that later, though, Lady Battle, Sister Helen. Can't bring up our discussions <laughs> about the wish to endure yet. <laughs> but um, the Kashim, it's just like hunting up at work or doing something wicked. Wishcraft, whoa. And stubbornness, Hassar. Being stubborn, being earth, being, refusing to move, being dull of hearing and obeying what needs to be done and said, you ain't going to do it. I don't even care. Stubborn. Hmm. Guess what? It's as iniquity and idolatry. It's as a vein. It's as being vain, uh, being nothingless, bringing trouble, bringing affliction. And 
serving another y'all. Man, the most I kill you. You being stubborn is just like committing idolatry. Iniquity, why? That's what Yah say. And he's telling, because thou hast rejected the word of Yah, he has he have also rejected you from being king. Saul lost a whole kingdom. That should be a lesson you all in and of itself. He lost the whole kingdom. So you ask yourself this question. Are you willing to lose everything for sin? No, you're not. You, really, you wouldn't lose a thing for, for Yah, not for sin, baby. Are you willing to lose everything for sin? Are you willing to lose everything for, 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 for the adversary for sin? Because guess what? That's what happens. We always lose when it comes down to sin. He lost the whole kingdom. All his power, all his strength, everything he had, he lost it. Most High brought him down to nothing. He, in his pride, he kept trying to go. But because you look like a king in front of everybody else and you got authority, guess what? Not in the eyes of y'all, baby. We most we we more be afraid of people than y'all. We more we more concerned about folks thinking than y'all. Help you understand this. So, no matter how you feel, y'all rejected him, and y'all we gonna feel in the future. Everybody gonna see it. It's gonna make Saul more covetous and more envious, more crazy, because he was rejected by y'all. And guess what? He didn't want to hear the voice of a man. I mean, the voice of Yah. So I guess he better maybe use Sammy as his excuse to stay there. And Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, for I have transgressed the commandment of Yah and your words. Because what? Now, now you're trying to be the false humility. Because I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Now, 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 now therefore, I pray that he pardon my sin and turn again with me that I may worship Yah. He didn't ask Yah to forgive. He telling Samuel to forgive. It ain't Samuel that rejected him. And let me say this. Sometimes we, we find ourselves being hard-hearted toward people. Going to get things right with our brethren, our sisters, our brothers, our mamas, our daddies. You know, we, we, we don't, we don't want to humble ourselves down and talk to them, get it right. Because we think it's them not realizing when you don't do that, it's Yahoo you're going against. Your heart is hard. We think, well, I ain't going to say nothing today. And you're going to sit there and go in and wait four or five days. Death is unpredictable. It could be any day now. And you have no idea. Keith, Keith, Keith died. Guess what? When he was out there running, he died. He flat dropped. Everybody gave, gave him the they, they brought him back twice. He hit the hospital. He going to come back. But guess what? He didn't go back. He didn't go back to prison. He went to the body bag, to the morgue. They gonna zip him up and flying or driving for the penitentiary dead in a in a, in, in a box. He thought he had all day long. Hey, baby. He thought he thought he he um he thought he had all all time in the world. He was forty five years old. 
Uh-uh. That's not how it works. You better listen to the voice of Yah instead of people. And you lack discernment because you yourself don't read the voice of Yah. In this situation right here, you can't go to people and ask them what this means. You got to go to Yah yourself and ask him what it means. Either it take you getting your time and getting his word for yourself. This time you got to go to him. It ain't come to people. Look what he said. I feared the people and obeyed their voice. Then he didn't ask y'all to forgive him. He asked Samuel, pardon my sin and turn again with me that I may worship y'all. No. And Samuel told him, and Samuel said to Saul, I would not return with thee. He grabbed Saul, y'all. He grabbed Samuel. And Samuel trying to get away. They got the scuffling. He tore his clothes up. And Samuel said to him, I will not return with thee, for you have rejected the word of Yah, Yah's Torah. Dummy. He rejected Yah's Torah, man. The ring, the bar. Yah, Yahuwah, you rejected Yah's word, Yah's Torah. Because that was the Torah that the Most High had gave. Uh, the, word, the word means the bar. The word, word is the bar. The word of Yah. And when you reject Yah's word, he reject you. Whatever, for whatever purpose he had for your life, you can lose it. You can miss out on that purpose. You can miss out and not accomplish that which Yah has for you to do. We think we got all the time in the world. You can sin against Yah and fail and miss out on your old, old purpose. How do I know this? Try our forefathers when they got time to cross over. They died in the wilderness when they was promised to go to a land flowing with milk and honey. They missed out on their purpose. The only one who was able to have their purpose fulfilled in their life was Caleb and Joshua. And this was by faith. So when you doing what's wrong, you never knew. You, we, we see a crowd, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? And you see here being so impatient. Now your purpose might not even come to pass because you're seeing. Because your heart is hard and you won't even repent. You better repent and ask God to restore you and get it back right now. Or you in trouble. And Samuel said to Saul, I have not returned. I will not return with thee. For thou hast rejected the word of Yah, and Yah has rejected thee from, from being king over Israel. And as Samuel turned about to go away, Saul grabbed him. He laid hold. He seized him. He, he grabbed him. He, 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 wasn't being, he restrained him. It was a hard word, to, a hard pill to swallow. I guess what he, he, was, he, was, he restrained him. Upon the skirt of his mantle. And he, his robe, his covering, his cloak, his mantle, and it rent. This man told the prophet's mantle. That means Saul was trying to go. Samuel grabbed it. I mean, excuse me. Samuel was trying to go. Saul grabbed it and tore it. And when he did that, I guess he thought he was going to make Samuel scared of him. Yah rebuked him through Samuel. Bold, it takes boldness to tell the word, to tell the truth of the word of Yah. And Samuel said to him, 
That's why I have written the kingdom of Israel from you today, this day. And I have given to a neighbor of yours that is better than you. And here it is, somebody taking your place and going to have what you got and get what you're supposed to got all because you disobedient to Yah. You miss out on your purpose. <laughs> I refuse that. Yah, please forgive me of all of my sins. Please have mercy upon me, Yah, for doing wrong. I would obey your word. I got, Yah, I would do what you require of me. I'll obey your word because I don't want you to reject me. Please don't, don't turn your back on me. Let me go. I know I can't make it without you. And also, the strength of Israel would not lie nor repent. But he is not a man that he should change his mind. He should be about this or be sorry about this. No. No. This, who was the strength of Israel? Yah. He, 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 he would not lie nor repent. It's over with for you. Then he said, I have sinned, but yet honor me now. He pride. I have sinned. Yet honor me now, I pray thee, before the elders of my people and before Israel, and turn again with me, that I may worship Yahuwah, your Elohim. He trying to save face before the people to make them not think he's been rejected. I told y'all Saul closed his mouth. He don't sit in front of people. He didn't tell what he, he didn't tell him about being the king. He didn't tell what he said the first time. And he ain't gonna tell him now. He's trying to save face to make himself look good, not realizing he is still rejected by Yah. You sounding good, you singing good, you saying yes, ma'am, yes, sir. You going to the Bible and, and, and you talk like you got it going on and like you say don't mean a thing. But you're only doing it in front of people. It's about you and Yah. He could even acknowledge Yah as being his mighty one. And many of us do. We had a way to set apart life in front of folk. Knowing, look, you, you, you look good. You're a whitewashed tomb. Yeah, because on the inside, you feel dead man bones. You sit here thinking you look good in front of people. That's what it's going to get. Like Saul told, like, 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 y'all told Samuel the first time he's going to get David, don't look on the outside neither. Because y'all look at the owl appearance. But I, Yahuwah, I do what? Look at the heart. So, so pay attention to that. Saving face in front of everybody, yeah, like you look at like you because people, people people do it all the time, trying to look good in front of other folks, putting folk down, dogging out folks, bashing folks. Hey, don't talk to them, don't be around them, don't be around that. And you want to make yourself look good. They ain't real, they fake this and that, or they don't do this, they don't do this. You're talking about them, not just brethren, family members, mom or daddy, husband, wife, brother, sister. It don't matter. It matters about what y'all say, how he feel about you. And I think that's the problem that we that, that we fail to understand is you need to get your eyes off people who read about them. Don't be fearing man who can destroy your body. But you would rather fear y'all who can destroy your both your body and your soul, your knee fish and get hidden. You want to please y'all and displease the people, make them mad. Even if all of them leave you, let them go. Bye-bye. Serve Yah.
The Bible says greater is he that's in me, he's in the world anyway. So when you stick at the great one on the side, you, you still in the majority. I'm just reading the Bible. <laughs> so Samuel turned again at the sound and saw worship y'all. Then said Samuel, bring you here to me, Agag, the king of the Amorites. This man had done wrong and want, want all that stuff to cease. And saw them just invoke Torah. It's just terrible. I heard a man a long time ago, I was in the barbershop getting my hair cut, and this guy who was a false prophet <laughs> said if y'all were to ask him to do that, he wouldn't have, he would not have done that. He said he would have disobeyed y'all too. Because why would y'all be so even and wicked to kill these people? I quit listening to him because then I saw then you don't have not read the Bible. D, we read Exodus 17, didn't we? Then why would you let them somebody kill your, your mama, your brothers, your sisters, your dad, older folks, and not have a problem with that? Your family members get killed. You ain't got no problem with that? That's how that is with Saul's mindset. You ain't got no problem with them killing our people. Israel, I got a problem with that. It's just like not having a problem because they killed George Floyd or Trayvon Martin or Sandra Bland or Freddie Gray or what was a big name? Eric, Eric Garner. Yeah, they kill our or, or, or Tamir Rice. And how do they kill our people for no reason? Police shooting down in the street and kill them. It break my heart to see them kill one of my brothers for no reason. If they if, if, if they would treat us at least like the worst of their people, we would still be alive. A white man can get out, go in the crowd, punch folks, talk crazy. A serial killer can go kill somebody and they'll buy him a hamburger. A black man pull over with his girlfriend and his two-year-old baby in the back of the car to get his wallet. He gets shot down for getting his wallet out because it's big. They, they do what's bad as Israel, the so-called African-American. And we be good with that. We be appeased by a concert. TJ just get on there, you know you're going to be all right. Or Dizzy and Beyonce get on there and give us a concert. We back twerking. <laughs> It should bother you. But that's how that's how that should feel. That's how Saul should feel about Agag. And the Amalekites did they folks. You killed them for nothing, treated them bad for no reason. They was they, they was minding their own business, going their own way. And you got them from behind and, 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 and hurt them people. And Saul just took light of that. What most I tell Aaron? Who Moses most rebuked him, he would not be lightly esteemed. We take light of the word of Yah when it comes down to doing Yah's will. It's all right. Okay. You're going to make Yah get you. Then says, Samuel, bring you here to me, King Agag, the king of the Amalekites. And Agag came unto him dedically, and he coming out humble. <laughs> you come to my hall alone cheerfully hey man how you doing you know hey and, and Agag says surely the bitterness of death is past and Samuel said as thy sword have made women childless this is why he's doing this 
He's not doing this for no reason. Y'all didn't have it done in vain. He remembered what they did to him. And Samuel said, as thou swore that made women childless, so shall your mama be childless among women. The same pain you caused your mamas often caused your mama. Hmm. And Samuel hewed Hagag in the peace. Yank, yank, yank. Coming to pieces before Yah and Gilgal, because that was the will of Yah. Praise Yah. He got somebody to teach us how to do what's right, show us leadership. Then Samuel went to Ramah, and Saul went to his house in Gibeah to Gibeah of Saul. And Samuel came no more. We're going to see him again. Well, we ain't, well they going to get on that. But when Saul got to Richard Indoor, and Samuel came no more to see Saul until the day of his death. Nevertheless, Samuel mourned for Saul. Pride. But y'all repented that he made Saul king of Israel. Samuel mourned because you know why? He knew that Yah's judgment was just. It was true. He was so hurt because of Saul. Not because Saul got rejected. Because all Saul had to do was listen and do what's right. And it broke his heart. Because of your stupidity and your foolishness, your acts of disobedience, and you refusing to quit, Yah has rejected you. It's very heartbreaking. It's disturbing to the mindset. Hallelujah. Almighty, we thank you for your mercy, Yah, and your goodness. Almighty, please forgive us for, for rejecting your word, not listening, not doing what you've called us to do in time that we should have. I know in time past, Almighty, I've been disobedient, afraid to stand up, speak up, say what you got to say, don't do what's right. Yah, we repent of that. I ask you personally in front of your children, in front of my brethren, Please forgive me, Almighty, for my sins. Sorry. I haven't been good. I've been inconsistent in a lot of ways, y'all. And I need to be more consistent. I don't want you to cut me off and reject me from doing nothing or cause my life to be cut short because of my own disobedience. Please forgive me. Please forgive all of us, Almighty, for the things we've done, things we've said, ways we've acted, thoughts we've had. Disregarding you, showing disrespect and disdain towards you, lightly esteeming you, and you don't want us to be like that. Thank you so much, y'all, for your mercy that you ain't cut us off. Even we know we was wrong, we still did it, didn't care. You still kept us. I know y'all that, 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 that it ain't gonna always be like that. That sometimes you gonna start whooping people, being disobedient. Instead of fussing at them, tell them get out. You gonna do something about it. Yeah, I don't want to get to that point that when you had to do something to me. I surrender myself to you. We surrender ourselves to you. Help us to live a set apart life, to be obedient, not be afraid of what people, what people say, what they think or how they feel, but do what you say, follow your Torah. Yeah, we love you. And we just ask you to continue to be with us and teach us to do better. Yeah, I heard the older folks say, you know better, you'll do better. Yeah, teach us to do better for those who don't know. Got the wrong kind of understanding. Sometimes y'all we be scared, not because we're sitting against you and we've wronged you. We don't want to get caught. We don't want to go to jail. We don't want nobody to talk about us. 
And those are the wrong excuses to have for sinning. We shouldn't sin, y'all, because it hurts you and breaks your heart. It's wrong from your point of view. It displeases you. Please forgive us for sinning against you, y'all. And have mercy upon us. Teach us better ways, y'all. Open your word to give us conviction we can do what's right and live from live for you from your point of view. Almighty, we love you. We give you the praise. In the name of Yahushua HaMashiach, we pray. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Praise Yah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yeah. Yo, uh, um, for those who are who are who are all on YouTube, she they put the uh, cash up if you all would like to give. And of course, y'all who are on Zoom, if you would like to give, uh, they can put that in there as well. Feel free to do that. Hallelujah. Um, 